0: Coming this spring to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play. The new pod world order proudly presents Cult of Dave's gift.
1: April, Dave Weimer and Jerry Butler will team up with internet heartthrob Robert Floyd. That's at 4 color big Cat 827 on the Twitters. And travel the globe and visit the most notorious spots of death, murder, and mayhem. Be warned and prepare yourself for
0: The Cult of Days. Death to Gang, it's us, Doom and Fitz. And we're trying to sell you on our newest album on Bandcamp. Right? Uh yeah. It's weird with people actually listening. No, I don't
1: think so. It might be for you. You're the it one is doing the me. voice. I'm just sitting
0: here. We're here to tell you about our newest album on Bandcamp. Go to TSDJ and get the Laughing Bird, our brand new album, which Hopefully more people will buy. It's um, only $3. It's our shortest album yet, but there's no but really. It's our shortest album. It's uh, like under 10 minutes is the main feature. And as it's per our short. usual, we fucking made the uh, bonus pod that came with the main feature way longer than the main feature. It's like, fuck, 10 times as long maybe.
1: Yeah. we talk about our favorite horror movie franchises. Exactly. I reveal cool some
0: personal shit.
1: Yeah, some personal information. We, um... Could be used to stalk and or cause bodily harm to you, probably, if somebody was... Yes! Tried hard enough. Oh, yeah. Somewhere, I imagine, with all these references to, like, stuff around here that we do when we're driving around or yeah. when we're talking... Well, see, that's... Somewhere, somewhere, I imagine somebody's in a shitty apartment with a... Triangulating? With a, a St. Louis map on there, like, with yarn between push pins, trying mm-hmm. to figure out exactly where you
0: live. Yeah. See that's why I wait till we get away from my house to mm-hmm. see. I'm smart. I think about that shit. Mm-hmm. It's weird that I do, and kind of conspiracy theory nutty. But we talk about our top three horror franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually, since we talked about that, I have seen Ash vs Evil Dead season two. Oh yeah. Which oh. I still haven't seen season one. Oh, it's a thing of beauty, man. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um. Which, spoilers, that is one of my favorite franchises of all time. Oh, well,
1: fuck. Now nobody's going to buy it. No,
0: no. There's still five more franchises from the Learn About, And Secret Details.
1: Yeah. Secret Details is worth it.
0: Yeah. And, um, well, I'm not going to spoil that, but something he said in the intro for it is not true. Hmm.
1: I can't even remember what that is. Now. I know, because it was like... It's a... shocking that I would say something that was false. Yes. Or ill-informed.
0: Why would a senator lie? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. it's, uh, $3. Again, it's called The Laughing Bird. The main feature is me rereading, um, or reading Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven in a very special voice. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm sorry, I can't look at you when you do that. Why, is it
0: creepy? It's fucking
1: weird, yeah.
0: What? It's a little weird. Is it? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Does my face, like, change and get scary? No, it's just weird to
1: hear voices coming out of
0: It's things. weird to like hear this and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like hi there baby how you yeah, doing No. i <laughs> nope. nope. I do wonder though sometimes if my face changes when I do different voices No. Uh, because people when you see voice actors like yeah. legit voice actors their shit does change a bit and it's like whoa the character's coming out mm-hmm. is there anything else you want to say about it not really it was fun
1: the yeah. pod, this bonus pod was fun talking about
0: talking oh, about our was- favorite
1: horrors <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was even more fun because you didn't cut it. That's
1: right. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely. I guess that's one of the reasons why I don't have that much to say about it because I didn't really do that much with this one. Yeah, yeah. So you really
0: don't even remember much of what no, we talked about because you have didn't have idea. to listen to it. Nope. But oh, I tell a story about my uh, dad cutting a fucking dude too. That's so, true. Mm-hmm. There's that. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's everything, again, it's three dollars. Go to tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com. The Raven read by a character you all know and everybody requests me to do when I fucking do bumps for podcasts. Um, tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com. Go there. Three dollars. Good? Bye. Enjoy the episode. Is that our theme song? Is that how it goes? Yeah. I'm not good with music. It's close enough. Okay.
1: What's up, everybody? Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from Nancy's Comic
0: Book Men. You're listening to Nerd Blitz. There's Tom Steve Dave, there's Iso Comics, but there's also Nerd Blitz. Listen up, listen hard, live it, love it, learn it. Nerd Blitz. blitz with doom and fits andrew i'm doom
1: and i'm fits
0: that was my dog shit attempt at stallone
1: that's like stallone fucked andrew dice clay and they <laughs> <laughs> they both ate lead the baby ate lead paint
0: oh jesus christ <sighs> oh fuck me <laughs> Hickory dickory, <laughs> hickory dickory hydrocephaly. <laughs> hey, I thought we were going to get topical. <laughs> oh, fuck off. We're topical
1: like an analgesic, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh i just had a sip of my booze dude i swear to god
1: so so did i
0: yeah one sip means the whole skull
1: did i mention my sips were 50 milliliters
0: (laughs) oh fuck so if you'll remember Uh. from
1: last episode
0: uh, Uh, maybe last week
1: yeah for you Uh. for us it was like five minutes ago but yeah We had to
0: take a tinkle break, but we're back, bitches! I
1: informed Doom at the end of the last episode (laughs) recording that my alien head vodka is all gone now.
0: Yeah. And he's somehow
1: impressed by that.
0: Well, no, it's just like, you're gonna fucking, by the end, tell it... Nope, I was gonna do the same thing! (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, we can't do that same joke again.
0: (laughs) I mean, it got cut last time.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll find out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so welcome to what could be 33 or 40. Fuck!
1: Are you sure you only had a sip?
0: (laughs) I did, I swear to God, dude. 43, what could be 43 or 42, depending on how we get this shit done. Wow, that was fucked up. (laughs) Um, Oh, the last fucking five minutes have been a train wreck and a half, dude.
1: Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to make it the opening of the show, but somebody won't let me. So you guys may or may not hear it.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I I like the consistency of the episode starts with Hey gang, you're listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. Yeah, it's it's the whole reason I haven't done Edwin because as I said before, it's like when I do the Edwin voice, it's like, oh good gravy is how I get into it. So yeah. I don't want the first thing they hear to be oh good gravy. Or, oh my god, I can't do this voice. Argh! You know? Yeah. I like the consistency, is all I'm saying. But, (laughs) anywho. (laughs) Hey, you remember how back in the day we used to do this segment called Joke Corner, Dooms Joke Corner?
1: Oh, I do. I remember it like it was yesterday.
0: Yeah, I miss that. Okay. We should do that again sometime. Okay. (laughs) Like now, play the theme song. Doom's Joke Corner! See, I wanted to get into Joke Corner because we were spending too much time fucking around again. I know. (laughs) Um, so this time... This is one of my only memories of my mom's dad, my grandpa on my mom's side.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And it's a short story, but it's fucking funny to me, at least. So... A shotgun house is a house that you can see through the front door to the back door, right? Right. In a straight line. Okay. My grandparents had a two-family house that was basically a shotgun house, a living room that was a rectangle, a middle bedroom, a hallway with a bathroom, the kitchen, and two bedrooms, and the door to the basement, and then the kitchen. Okay. One time when we were down there, I was sitting in the middle room just off of the living room and, uh, from the hallway, which was my mom's room when she was little and lived there. So I was sitting there between the bed and the wall, just fucking around playing with some toys.
1: I don't like, I don't like where this story's
0: going. No, trust me. It's good. When all of a sudden from the <laughs> living room, my brother came hauling ass through. And I mean, he was, you've seen like Roadrunner cartoons where he blazes and it's like what the fuck was that blur yeah that was my brother and when my grandpa died he was let's see this year he would be like 103 Jesus. and he's in dead 20 years so like 83 so he was at least 80 when this happened. My brother comes blazing through like Roadrunner and hot on his heels swinging a fly swatter is my grandpa. No fuck. Fucking screaming, Get back here, you little son of a bitch! I'm gonna beat your fucking ass! My brother went running down the steps to the basement and got to my grandma. My grandpa came hauling ass after him, and I'm like... Like I'm at a fucking NASCAR race. Like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Uh, Well, come to find out, my brother had been going around with a razor blade or something sharp slashing the screens... Oh, shit. ...on the windows... And my grandpa either caught him doing it or found out that he did it. I'm going to guess he caught him doing it and went off and went after him. And my brother went running downstairs to my grandma. My grandma always coddled him. Uh And she was like, leave him alone. He's just a baby. And my grandpa was like, no, bullshit. He's fucking up my screens. I'm going to beat his ass. And eventually she got Mm -hmm. him calmed down and nothing really happened. But yeah. (laughs) I'm just sitting there with blocks like, la, 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 holy shit, he's gonna die. (laughs) (coughs)
1: Yeah. Huh. You have an interesting family.
0: Yeah, I do and did.
1: I don't ever recall any of my grandparents uh, chasing anybody with a fly swatter and yelling, I'm gonna beat your fucking ass.
0: Yes. Well, did anybody go around doing stupid shit like that?
1: Um, not that I can recall.
0: And I should tell you, my brother, I've said in the past... He's like, an he asshole, was the key... we,
1: we know. But well, no, still... I mean,
0: like, I said my parents always had to keep their thumb on him so he didn't, like, stick keys in a light socket or something. Yeah. He actually did that one time. He got found some keys off a table and jammed them in a light socket down at my grandma's house. Mm, nice. And apparently went, <clears throat> and flew back about a foot or something.
1: So what you're saying is evolution isn't real.
0: No, I'm saying just as Motorhead told us in Evolution's entrance music, Evolution is a mystery! Hmm.
1: Yeah, because I would have thought that, uh... I mean, he sounds like a Darwin Award recipient.
0: You could use the excuse that, like, he was five, six, four to seven. Just give it that window. Okay. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck?
1: Those are scary ages, dude. Oh, just, yeah. Trust me. Oh, I know. Just when you think, eh, he would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking does it. And then you go, why would you do that?
0: Well, I mean, go back to episode one with the garbage banana.
1: The runts. Runts. Yeah,
0: yeah runts. And you're like, well, you tell me you didn't, I won't eat anymore.
1: Dude, he still does it. He still <laughs> fucking cannot help himself. <laughs> we were like, walking, what? Ooh, we, he candy. just He just picked up a piece of candy uh, like... the fuck were we? And he he picked it up and unwrapped it and ate it. He's like, but the wrapper was on it. I'm like.
0: (laughs) I don't care. Dude, I don't
1: care. (laughs) Because nobody could have possibly fucking spunked on that and then wrapped it back up in fucking paper.
0: (laughs) Now, see, I would think, like, somebody put a needle in it. You're like, they jerked off on it. It was like like hard
1: candy. It was like a Starburst or a. It, it, it wasn't it. something that would have had a needle in it, necessarily.
0: <laughs> I was just about to say you could get a needle in a Starburst. <laughs> like, I had thought about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could
1: get a needle in a Starburst, but yeah. well, it wasn't a Starburst. It was something else, but it was... Yeah, it was it like was a something fucking butterscotch. That, yeah, it was about that size, and it was something that... You couldn't have got something in it like that. I wasn't worried yeah. about that. I was worried about fucking You were worried dip, about dipping, the dipping
0: cereal in, candy spunkers. Yeah,
1: or dip it in kerosene, <laughs> or... Fucking! I don't know what. Who the fuck? Rub a little moose piss on it. Yeah, dip it in rat poison, or who who the fuck knows, dude? Or just the fact that it's on the goddamn ground. (laughs) How about that? There could be bugs in it. You don't know.
0: Yeah, it could be an ant in the motherfucker. And then he kept. He just kept saying, saying,
1: "Yeah, but no, it was all wrapped up. It was. It was fine. It was all no. It's just don't do it." Yeah, but
0: dad, it tastes good.
1: But it's. But it was okay. It wasn't. And I'm like, yeah, but don't do it. Please, God, don't do it. And we, were just, and we were last night, we were out to dinner and we were walking out of the restaurant along the sidewalk. Yeah. And he looked down in the gutter between the sidewalk and the, you know, with the sidewalk. Oh, and the, no. Or the curb in the parking lot. Oh, no. And he looked down and we kept walking and he looked up and he goes, I- I'm not going to even look in there to see if there's candy in that wrapper. I'm like, oh, good. Thank you. Thank you.
0: That's got a better ending than I was saying in my head.
1: Well, I'm just saying it was fucked up because you could tell he was really conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he definitely was like, I bet there's something good in there. I mean I bet there's some candy in that on the garbage on the ground. I'll bet I could get he that. He does
0: he does sound like the family guy version of James Woods, like, ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Oh, that's terrible, dude. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've always said when I was little, I felt a little neglected because I can remember one time specifically like walking through Walmart, mopey little bastard kid head down like nobody likes me because my parents always had to have their head so far up my brother's ass to make sure he wasn't doing something stupid.
1: That explains a lot.
0: Once I got older, I understood it. But when I was little, oh God, dude. What do you mean, it explains a lot?
1: Where your mopey, nobody likes me shit comes from.
0: Yeah. It kind of does, now that we think about it. You're welcome. And you know, that shit does still permeate my everyday life. Yeah.
1: Childhood scars, dude. They They don't go away.
0: Yeah, I mean, even you... Here, I'll tell you something. Even you... Half the time when I talk to you, it's like, God, I, I know I'm annoying the shit out of him.
1: <laughs>
0: God, he hates me. I know he hates me. How could he not hate me? And then you'll fucking, because there's some days where like, I I, I just get this feeling like I'm annoying the fuck out of you. Yeah. So I don't say shit to you. Oh. And then you'll fucking hit me with something and be like, hey, look at this. This is awesome, isn't it? And I was like, maybe I'm not annoying him.
1: Now, usually, if I don't answer or I'm not very talkative or something, it's not, has nothing to do with you. It's
0: either, logically, it either, I either, understand that. Yeah, it either
1: has to do with my own mental state or like I have kids up my ass.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I said, logically, I understand that. It fucking makes sense. It's perfectly understandable. But I don't know. Some days it's just like, he hates me. I don't, I'm annoying the fuck out of him.
1: I know. I have the same issues.
0: And some days it's like it's almost like you sense it because when I'm going through this conversation in my head of like, I annoy him so much, he hates me, God I can I can just feel it, I know it. It's like you can sense it and you will. You'll fucking pop in and be like, look at this fucking piece of art, concept art or fucking this cup that's got Alden Ehrenreich's fucking as Han Solo drawn on it.
1: Oh yeah, god damn it, we didn't talk about that last episode.
0: We didn't. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Mm, but yeah we can talk about it next time that's evergreen for a little while but yeah it, it, that shit happens and it, was, it does it feels like almost sometimes you can sense it
1: yeah it's because i can't i have esp because i drank this fucking vodka that was filtered through a meteorite
0: you mean you're getting probed right now
1: no we're not getting probed we're like getting special powers and shit
0: oh okay at least i am I only had a sip, so no special powers for me.
1: I can see through that wall and shit.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, this it, it, it is really fucking weird, because despite all of the proof that you don't hate me, <laughs> I still... <laughs> I do have those moments, though, dude.
1: Yeah. I don't know, like the fucking 800 hours of... Uh, yeah, exactly. I, w- I would, Yeah, you're right. I, I really don't. It's really not worth my time. I just don't have anything better to do.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like fucking think it through, you dumb bastard. You would not have spent the last two years almost cutting two hundred or a hundred and twenty hours of bullshit if he couldn't stand you. If you annoyed him as much as you think he does, you know. <laughs> but it, I mean, again, you know how it is.
1: Yeah, I know. This joke corner wasn't very jokey. uh,
0: No, I mean it was therapy corner. (laughs) I was gonna say it started out sort of jokey and then it's like you wanna hear my darkest (laughs) fucking fears?
1: (laughs) You wanna see my dead body?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You wanna know what I think about when I'm standing on the chair?
1: (laughs) Uh Uh I was drinking a soda, you cunt.
0: Oh damn! (laughs) I think I just got fucking tagged back for (laughs) you're a bastard, draft and a bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Trying to choke me.
0: Um, So yeah, that's joke corner. (laughs) Yay. Um, so as we teased two episodes and last episode, we're gonna talk about some goddamn comics, motherfuckers. Yeah. And. Didn't we say we're going to start off with Metro?
1: Yeah, let's talk about that Metro preview. Which... You've got... Has, has anybody heard anything about that since the, the preview was going around? I haven't heard uh, last
0: I Last I heard, it's coming next year sometime. Oh, okay. But I think Walt just finished one of the other books we're going to talk about. I think he just finished issue three, I think, of Knights of the Fifth Dimension. Okay. So... It should be somewhere around there. Okay. Um, Once he gets issue four finished, I'm going to guess he's going to go hardcore into Metro, which... Have we heard what that is? Is that going to be a miniseries? I I don't know. I don't know either. There's not much information about this fucker out there.
1: No, there's not. And uh, my, my review of the preview is... Not terribly favorable because there's not a whole lot of content in it to review. Well, I mean, and even the content that's in there, half of it's blacked out, so it's like, I've, what the fuck's going on in this book?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm of two minds of it. I mean, I understand it's a fucking preview, so yeah, 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 yeah. It's I just, I, I was just there. under
1: the impression that I was gonna get, I thought there would be more. In the preview, yeah. than, than what was really there, it, it yeah 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 it almost felt felt like uh like an intentional carnival barker trick of like you know
0: it looks it, to me it feels like a six issue or a six page uh, preview in the back of another comic
1: yeah maybe yeah
0: but then it's censored too
1: right yeah that was the other part that was kind of like really.
0: Part of it to me is like, that's incredibly fucking funny and clever and cool, yeah. but the other part yeah. was like, come on.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that.
0: Because, I mean, some of it, like, it's art censored, some of it, it's dialogue censored, I think. Let me flip through it real quick. And to be honest, there's not much here to be like, oh, this is going to be awesome, or right. oh, I, this like, is going to yeah, suck. like, I
1: have, I don't have a whole lot more information or idea of what the hell this is about, or what. Yeah, what direction they might go in, or what the tone is, or I don't, I don't yeah. have a, I don't, I don't have a really good feeling or a gauge on, on anything of it, really.
0: I mean, to be honest, it seems like the opening, uh, text gives you more about the story right. than the fucking preview.
1: Right. Or, or what Q has said, just on air, like his description of it, or, or on Twitter, like, uh, you know. A couple sentence yep. description of like what it that that gives you more information than reading this preview, and the, yeah. the the links that you have to go through to get the preview made me think it was going to have be more substantial. I guess.
0: Yeah, because I mean, at first it was like it's only going to be at San Diego. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, you'll now only you, get it if yeah, you now order Now, if you can win shirt. a
1: contest, now if you can fucking, you know, I don't know,
0: order a shirt or you know if you retweet this, we'll give away four copies to people who retweet or come on the crew. So it's like, they're making you jump through hoops for it a bit. So it's like...
1: Right, so I thought it was going to be a little bit more...
0: You can't uncensor some shit? Because the one page, it's censored with you can't on one word bubble, say that on another word bubble in a comic book on the third and final word bubble in that panel. And it's like, but... I mean, the first page, you see some dead titties. Right. <laughs> right. So, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, so that leads me to believe that it's almost done intentionally just to build anticipation or to build interest. Like, what the what's yeah. really, you know, what's the deal with this?
0: Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, the one thing we can say about it, and you're going to hear this a lot, Walt's art is fucking beautiful, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, I loaned you that. Uh, did, did you get a chance to read War of the Undead yet?
0: I didn't. I read the five page preview in the beginning.
1: Okay. Cause, but
0: that's about it.
1: Yeah. Cause make sure you like take special note of like the art and stuff in there and compare it to like the stuff that he's putting out now. Yeah. Cause it has changed a lot.
0: Well, I mean, I can see improvement in knights of the fifth dimension and metro over just the batman shit
1: yeah i mean you could see you could see an improvement between cacophony and winding gyre yeah like a huge leap
0: it so yeah and it i, continues would, I, I to guess you improve. can't i wouldn't call it an improvement it it's more like you can see confidence building
1: yeah or like this or like his style changes a little bit like yeah. like some artists just have a style like uh Who's the guy that just died that I didn't really care for? Um,
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: The guy that did Preacher.
0: Oh. uh, Steve Dillon. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Steve Dillon. He did like a bunch of issues of Wolverine Origins.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
1: did the Garth Ennis Punisher too, I think. Which it's weird. Like his Punisher. I think he did Punisher, but the Punisher, I didn't really bump up against it. But like his his preacher faces and stuff all look the same to me. Okay, and the is same Steve thing. Dillon, is, did same, he uh,
0: draw the original or the main punter, or Wolverine book?
1: I don't think he drew the main one.
0: Okay, because there was an artist, and I can't seem to figure out who the fucker is. Like every single one of his characters looks the same. Hmm. And it I have, have been, some issues. It might of have been, it. been
1: because I swear all his characters look the same to me.
0: Yeah, men or women, they all look the fucking same.
1: Yeah, they have really long, like oval, not even oval, but like oblong faces almost. Yeah, they all looked very similar. And then he did Wolverine Origins, and I was picked that book up one time, and I was like, "The fuck, this is the same fucking guy." It looked, they look exactly the same as the his characters in Preacher.
0: Well, you remember I told you there's an artist he did Punisher and he did Wolverine, but I don't remember it being Garth Ennis or whoever the fuck's Wolf- or Punisher. And I I've never read Wolverine Origins, but he did Punisher and he did Wolverine. And I have issues of it where it's like, oh Punisher's in the- no, that's Wolverine.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta get you.
0: Yeah, it's like they sort of the dude I'm talking about. They sort of have like fat faces a bit. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And their faces are real ridgy, not like Klingon ridgy, but like they've got fat cheeks that kind of ridge in towards, uh, you know, around their mouths and shit. You can see lines in there. Mm -hmm. And it's the same on Punisher and Wolverine. And again, everybody looks the same. Man, woman, Wolverine, Punisher. Doesn't matter. They all look the same. And it's confusing as fuck to read.
1: Right. Yeah, that's the way Steve Dillon's stuff was for the two a little bit. but. My point was, like, Sorry. some some artists just have a style. Yeah. So, I think in the beginning, I think Walt kind of just had a style. Yeah. Because I think like some of his Carney stuff looked a lot like what was in Cacophony. Okay. And
0: which I've never read or seen any of Carney. Yeah,
1: and I mean honestly, I like I like Walt's art and stuff, but that Carney, it, it was not great. His, well, I mean, his his I would I mean, guess
0: because you asked me if I ever read it, and you were like, oh, wait, no, I got rid of that.
1: Well, I mean, I had to, but... I mean, I didn't yeah. have to, but it was one of the only things I knew I could sell to get some money. Ah, gotcha. And and then I was willing to part with, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel you.
1: But, uh... Anyway, like... But then from Cacophony to Widen Gyres, like... The, the character stopped looking like that. Like, you could tell something changed in the way he was approaching it, or the way he was doing it. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's like you said, it's just confidence, or... you know, trying something say, new, or I don't know what.
0: And, you know, I'm wondering partially if it could be his, um... colorists and shit, too. Or inkers or whatever.
1: That could be, too. That that sometimes makes a huge difference, too.
0: It does, yeah. Because, I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to Knights, but... The difference between those, it does almost look like two different artists that. Do oh, yeah,
1: it. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that Which, when we get to it. Yeah, because it's brilliant. Yeah, it's awesome. Spoilers. But,
0: like, the detail here in Metro, mm-hmm. it's fucking gorgeous, dude.
1: Yeah, it's really, it's pretty good.
0: Like, on, I guess it would be the fourth page at the bottom. I don't know if you're looking at it, but he's got this wild-eyed motherfucker with huge gaps in his teeth that it feels fucking crazy and it's awesome to look at.
1: Right. Right. Some of of it's almost... He's almost kind of an illustrator instead of, like, a comic artist. Like, more of, like, an illustrator's eye or flair to it, I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, because... Walt's talked about it before. Like, his, um... Years of basically just doing like metal logos and shit, yeah, and
1: like doodles and shit. Yeah, yeah, like uh, not not necessarily an illustrator. I meant like a cartoonist, like almost like yeah, a cartoonist. Yeah, I know what you meant.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like the the last page of the preview too. This chick with all the detail in her eyebrows and a- lashes and hair and shit—that's mm-hmm. damn impressive.
1: Yeah, it is. like. I'm saying he, it's gotten his work's gotten progressively better.
0: Did you look at the uh, sketchbook in the back?
1: Um, yeah.
0: It's just like two pages. Yeah, yeah. He's got this little fucking demon looking dude Mm -hmm. that's half inked or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking badass, too. It looks like a Krampus type character.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, his fucking creature designs are fucking next level. Oh, Yeah. Like, we'll talk about it, too, when we get to Knights of the Fifth Dimension. Like, his character designs are fucking awesome.
0: hmm But, yeah, Metro, there's not too much there to talk about, but if you just go by the art alone, I think it's going to be fucking awesome. Because that shit's
1: bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as over-the-moon about this one as Knights, but that's mostly just because I, I don't know...
0: There's nothing to there's judge, nothing basically. Yeah, there's
1: nothing really to judge it on. Like, I, I'm not sure what to think about it exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, do you want to go right into knights or do you want to do the other comment first?
1: Um, we might as well go into nights since we've already teased it we'll, and yeah. we'll finish up with uh, the the not related one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Instead of trying to shove that in the middle.
0: Yeah, but it is related to a previous topic. I don't know why we're playing Koi. We've talked about what it is. Yeah. Knights of the Fifth Dimension, we got, well, you got a New York Comic-Con yes. edition of it. Right. Which, I'll be honest with you, it's signed by Walt on the cover. Yeah. This is the first book I've ever read that's been signed. Really? Yeah, and I'm so fucking scared to touch it sometimes because I'm afraid I'm going to fuck up the signature.
1: Oh. Yeah, but I mean, at least this is Walt. I know I can get another one.
0: Yeah. But I don't, I mean, you, we talked about it before. You gave me, I think the first issue of Cryptozoic Man and it was signed. Yeah. I've never opened that book. What? Yeah, because it's just like, I don't want to fuck it up.
1: Oh, you're not going to fuck it up. Just be careful and where I mean, your hand is on the cover and it's fine.
0: I know. And the fucked up thing is like, you gave that to me. That is mine. Yeah, that's yours. And I'm a scared to touch it.
1: That's what she said. <laughs> shut up you <laughs> bastard you suck <laughs> worth it
0: Ugh. anyway uh but yeah do you have uh scans that are anything of this that you can look at
1: nope going by memory
0: fuck <laughs> i was hoping you would take at least a couple pictures because i wanted you to i wanted to a little bit more in depth about this one
1: no sorry i didn't take any pictures of it
0: well balls um well uh when i first opened the issue and i saw like the old school and when i say old school i mean like fucking 70s 60s art yes
1: oh dude that made my dick hard
0: Uh uh-huh yeah
1: it actually it actually made my balls tingle like weird i was like oh x-ray glasses and fucking
0: Oh, I mean, if you want to talk about the ads, yeah, I'm talking about the Oh, that's what I was
1: talking about, the the ads on the inside cover.
0: Oh, no, I was talking about the art.
1: Oh, no, I was talking about that, because, I mean, Walt drew all that shit, all the art. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, I, I looked, I was like, oh, it's like the old fucking, oh. Yeah. That's like, oh, that used to be in all my old shit.
0: I saw it on the back cover before I opened it, so that's where I was like, this is so badass!
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't even see the back cover until I got to the end and flipped it over. And I was like, oh, there's more on the back.
0: <laughs>
1: fucking sea monkeys.
0: Is there? Yeah, there I think is. there was
1: sea monkeys in... Uh, let I think.
0: There's got to be Or sea They might
1: not have been called sea monkeys. You might have to call them something else. Yeah. But um, I think it was the same... Same you know, the, type of the, fucking
0: put it in some water and watch it grow.
1: Well, it was like the, the family of sea things with crowns on and shit. Like... Okay. At the beach.
0: Um. No, I think you made that up.
1: Did I make that up? You did. I cut that
0: out. But it would fucking fit in. Yeah. In a big bad way. But yeah, uh, if you want to just get there, look at the fucking ads, and it's like, ooh.
1: I know. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be amazing.
0: Mm Mhm. Oh wow. And. Gidim's listed as a fucking production assistant oh really (laughs) yeah it says get him Steve Dave huh weird um but yeah let's get to what I was talking about that gave me a boner yeah the art
1: oh the art the art is great
0: exactly we've talked about many 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 fucking times to the point that even it annoys me Like, how good the old art is. It's not fucking this super glossy, super realistic.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Computer fucking cookie cutter shit. Right. And I opened this up and I was like, oh my god, this is the fucking shit we love, dude. This is the fucking first half of the Marvel Archie Digests.
1: Yeah, yep, like all four color. Yeah,
0: the fucking dot art.
1: Yeah, the bright. The bright colors, and yeah, oh, I loved it.
0: Mm-hmm. And, like, the first four... four Yeah, first four pages... Well, five, if you count the splashes, too.
1: Oh, I definitely count that splashes, too.
0: You counted it, as, like, five in its own.
1: Yeah, like two nuts. Yeah. Right here. Ba-boom, ba-boom.
0: Yeah, but the fucking dots, which... I don't know exactly what they call that, but it's just dots, dude. That dot art, fucking shit from back in the day. I miss that, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's refresh me like the story, because like it starts out where it's, it's the knights, back in old old times, times, yeah, right? fighting
0: dragons or with dragons, fighting
1: demons and dragons and shit.
0: Yeah, and they've been imprisoned, I guess. Or, the dragons and stuff yeah or something yeah i'll be honest with you it was a bit hard for me to follow what was going on
1: yeah it was yeah because it's it's kind of i'm gonna deep. need more it, it jumps around too so yeah i'm gonna need more issues of this too to, to well, and really there's only four out. i think there's only gonna be four yeah okay that's kind of how uh that's kind of how cryptozoic man was if you've never opened that i guess you've never read you've never you don't have any context but that one was kind of hard for me to follow too. It was like kind of, it was kind of out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, from what I've heard, that type of shit. This and this seems like it's in line with it. Cryptozoic Man. A lot of people thought that should have been an issue or two longer.
1: Probably because
0: yeah. it's dense as fuck.
1: Oh, it's way dense.
0: Yeah, and not it's dense way like dense. us. Brian would use
1: Brian used lots of big words.
0: Oh, great.
1: That like, again. I don't know that I'm smart enough to follow. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean I've got a decent vocabulary, but yeah, sometimes I'm like, "Huh." Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Yeah, it, I think it was the knights that were imprisoned or something. Oh, okay. God, I'm out of my element trying to fucking carry this one, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I I should have. Yeah, uh,
0: but there's this bad guy Vanta Black that's.
1: Oh yeah, Vantal Black,
0: the enemy of the Knights, mm-hmm. and apparently um, the Knights need are obviously from the fifth dimension. They're from another dimension, and they need uh, somebody from our dimension to sort of keep them going. Because uh-huh. it's oh right, if I remember right. right, there's like generations of Knights, right? That each creator from our world creates and fucking. Guides through, right? To battles? fight this
1: evil Vanta Black to keep him exactly at bay or whatever. Yeah, and and then and then what you find out is it 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 jumps out of that four color Knights of the Fifth Dimension world into like our world. Yeah, and then the book completely looks different. Like it's not a four color book anymore. Now it's like
0: painted. Yeah,
1: now it's like these really like rich like painted looks like i mean they look like alex ross paintings
0: uh, almost. almost yeah
1: yeah where it's like they're they're kind of yeah they look like oil paintings almost
0: yeah i, I mean the four color pages it looks like fucking jack kirby spunked on the page oh yeah and it, somebody finger yeah. painted it to look right because it's purdy
1: yeah no the, no the four color pages look like they come right out of a 60s comic book and then you turn the page, and now it's a totally different book.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, specifically, like, this spiral architect, the Dreaming Knight. You remember yeah. him, the big moon-headed fuck?
1: Oh, yeah, like, the the character designs you're talking about? Yeah, that's like come from Kirby yeah. Oh yeah.
0: And, like, uh, this wizard-looking dude who's holding up this city, that looks like Asgard. Yeah. It's fucked up. And yeah. then, let's talk about this splash page that you're in love with
1: oh god damn that's a fucking good page Mm -hmm. that's a good like like i told you i i would love to have like a poster yeah or like the not even like the original pencils but um i mean that would be cool but i'm saying like i would love to have like like a like an inked print of it of just like the inked pencils yeah like without the color I that would be fucking tight looking dude
0: I wouldn't want that I would want the color because the color is what makes it pop for me
1: yeah but I mean the I mean that that would be awesome too I'm just saying yeah for some reason just like the black and white looks really cool on that old kind of on those old uh, style yeah drawings
0: and you know what I noticed right inside here the uh, credits page within the book. It's yeah. from Exc- Excalibur Comics, and it's written and drawn by William Gardner. You know, yeah, that's fucking yeah. cool. Who's too. the
1: character in the in the uh, story? In the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like I said, well, we'll get to it, but yeah, yeah the splash page is badass, dude. Because it's it's like again, it's like an old uh, '60s book where it's like a two page splash, and it's got all the characters arranged on the two pages with their It's with a their real names Avengers like hero a, shot. Yeah. It was it's almost like a, a Giant Size X Men number one. Yeah. Where they introduce all the characters and they're they're all arranged on the page and they've got their name in big letters and then underneath is like a box with a description of like who they are and what they are.
0: And their first appearance too, which I thought that was a badass little touch. Oh yeah,
1: that was badass too. Their first appearance in these books that you've never read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
0: that right there You're from is this like, fictional motherfucker. comics yeah it's like that right there motherfucker i want to read this psychedelic knights book
1: yeah like when i got to the end of this i was more like dude give me that fucking knights of the fifth dimension i want that as a whole fucking book
0: mm-hmm. i mean by the
1: by itself
0: the real world story is nice and all but fuck that give me the real book
1: yeah, I would. Yeah, I'd love to read. I'd love to read a series that was Knights of the Fifth Dimension. I thought that was
0: Six really fucking cool. And then um, once you get into the R world shit, and you see the old dude uh, with his shrine, if you look, you can see the five pages you just read up against the wall.
1: Yeah, because you jump to our world, and it's that William Gardner who was credited as writing the Fit Knights of the Fifth Dimension. It's this is a very meta book. Oh like, yeah. It's like a book within a book, you know, within a dream, within a (laughs) real, within a world, within a fucking, yeah.
0: It's like Inception on acid.
1: This William Gardner, some old dude who's like a Jack Kirby-esque type guy. Yeah. Who's been been drawing this Knights of the Fifth Dimension book for like 50 years. Yeah. And he's about to fucking kick the bucket. And I guess he had a protege at one point who was like... uh, well, his protege, like he, he was a fan of the Knights of the Fifth Dimension, uh
0: huh,
1: um, and he came to him and he, he talked the, the old dude into taking him under his wing and teaching him how to draw and shit, and then, you know, he he helped the kid, uh, you know, he looked at his pages and helped him get better, and I guess he was grooming him to eventually take over drawing this book.
0: Yeah, and be the new wizard.
1: Yeah, and be the new the new wizard, which. Um, the secret is that this guy is actually has to keep drawing these books, so that in this fictional universe, the the knights can fight Vanta Black and keep him from coming into our world.
0: Yeah,
1: isn't that what it is? Like this guy is the guardian of our world, and yeah, he and guards the, it by drawing the book
0: that, within the comic. The wizard, he is the wizard, which right, is basically the guy drawing like, the comic is the wizard. Yeah, it, within the book, within the book, within the actual comic. He's the wizard that's sort of like the team leader or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's needing a new wizard, which is uh, the character Kurt Gideon.
1: And so this Kurt Gideon dude ends up hitting it big with, I guess he, I guess the the, the old dude like gives him a, a book, an Excalibur comics book yeah. to draw on his own, and like the guy becomes a superstar off this one book. Yeah. And uh he's like "Fuck you old man I'm gonna go shack up with your daughter was it his daughter it was his daughter wasn't it
0: uh, I'm trying to find that real quick because you zipped ahead of me oh sorry no 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 go ahead because you're explaining it to me too <laughs> um
1: well I'm just going by memory but this is what this is what uh this is what was burned into my mind from this story but yeah he <laughs> runs off with I think the 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 guy's daughter and like becomes a fucking alcoholic and a junkie and all this shit, and like his life goes to shit, and his wife leaves him, and uh, he doesn't talk to that old dude for like years and years, and then the old guy contacts him, right? Or is it the other way around? Okay, oh no, because he, he he uh,
0: the girl is the new colorist, and she's the editor Jerry Steinway's oh, right. uh niece, right? Okay, and they kind of fuck off and become s- drunken assholes together,
1: right? Okay. And then one day he just gets a letter in the mail, right? And it's a, it's a page from one of the comics. And so then that, that like makes him call up the old dude and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Or he goes, or he goes to see him, I guess. And uh, when he goes to see him, the old dude like ambushes him and like holds him down and like does some fucking spell on him and shit. And like, he ends up getting sucked into the fifth dimension world. Yeah, he
0: basically knocks him out and throws him into what looks like a coffin, which is the yeah. portal to the fifth dimension. Yeah, uh, the old dude sends him a page of art, which is basically to tell him, like, come back or something. And it that's when it goes into the backstory of uh, him being a fan of this comic when he was a kid and then seeking out the dude and him becoming a huge star and all that shit that you talked about and then his right. spiral into drug use and all that and him selling off a bunch of his awards and what after he got the page of art he goes to the house yeah but real quick the thing I wanted to mention I thought this was a cool uh, On the thing where it details the old dude's um, history it talks about how It took the comic industry by storm and it transformed Excalibur Comics into the major force in the entertainment industry. Here, I'll read you this. It says, At the height of his popularity, Will drafted the now legendary contract, in quotes. As the story goes, he forfeited any and all All money from his TV, movie, and merchandising of the Knights as long as Excalibur agreed to release a new monthly Knights comic book, in perpetuity so while he toyed away on a monthly book, the suits of Excalibur made millions off his creation, which basically it's like, he didn't want any distraction. He just knew he had to be the wizard. Right. And keep creating these stories. And the book had to continue forever. Yeah. So it's like, you keep all the money, but no matter what, you can never cancel this book, no matter how bad the sales are or anything. Right. Which again, I think the, him creating the book is a way to help the knights in the fifth dimension or whatever. But at this point he's getting sick and back on track, uh, Kurt goes to his house and when he gets inside, he sees a shrine of all of this fucking fifth dimension shit. And he's looking around trying to find Will and Will comes up behind him looking a lot like Darth Sidious And blows some smoke in his face. Kurt's blinded and that's when Will kind of drags him over to this table that looks like a coffin or one of them magician box things, you know, where they have some fucker get in. And as he locks him in, this fucking looks like a big biker looking dude with a laser spider thing on his fucking face oh yeah
1: that's like vanta black's assassin or oh because yeah because they didn't he didn't that guy like die earlier in the book
0: um, they, um he'd been arrested was like a...
1: oh yeah he got arrested and but somehow he got he got taken over by by vanta black or something and turned into a zombie or a servant of him or whatever so yeah he...
0: he was arrested and in the back of the police car he It shows him, he doesn't say a word in the back of the police car, but they're telling him, like, shut up, or wake up, that's what it is. Mm. And as he's waking up, this thing cracks open from his head, and it's like a little fucking, it looks like the creature from the end of Incredibles, but a mini version. And it comes cracking out of his forehead, blood spewing everywhere, and it's got this giant laser on it, and it says, visual cortex activated. And it's looking to terminate William Gardner, the old right, dude. the old dude. Yeah. So once he gets uh, Kurt into the box, this dude with this creature on his head comes breaking through the door, a laser shooting out of his head. It looks like, and William sort of disarms him and rips the uh, robo spider with the laser off his fucking head, and the dude hits the floor. And that's when um, William is starts doing his spell or whatever to sort right. of trans uh, transfer um, Kurt to the other dimension. And then you've right. got this two page spread that shows uh, Kurt in this coffin, like bisecting the page, and you see our reality on one half.
1: Oh, right. That was badass. Too. Yeah. So one so one page is the half of the picture and it's painted like the oil painting style mm-hmm. and then the other half is uh, the four color style the the old timey comic style.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because the top two panels on the um, first page are like three quarters oil and uh, the other quarter is the four color old style, yeah. so you can sort of see the transition between the two, which is like, oh shit, that's purdy.
1: Yeah, that's fucking awesome. And then the bottom and, uh, two panels
0: of the second page are the exact opposite. It's mostly four-colored with a little bit of the oil, and yeah. it's so cool.
1: It was v- really well done. And it's, um, the guy who did the colors is, uh, fuck, why can't I think of his name? That's embarrassing. Colors it's, is Wayne Jansen. Wayne Jansen, yeah. The guy who did the colors for, like, all of Walt's more recent stuff, I think. Like, like he did both the... Uh, I think he colored both of the... Vinyl casts. Vinyl casts. Yeah. And I think he colored Cryptozoic Man.
0: I'm not sure about that one, but I could believe it.
1: And, yeah. The other page I wanted so to... So he's like he's like Walt's dude. Yeah. Cause so they, they work really so well much, together. Yeah.
0: The other thing I wanted to point out is... Um, this big one page of, uh, it shows Kurt going, making the transformation into the fifth dimension where you see his face and then the skin's stripped off and you see the muscle and then his skull.
1: Oh yeah. And the skull. Yeah. And then
0: bad. it's in the oil painting. And then at the bottom of the page, you see the skull and the muscle and then the face in the four color style. Right. With this like fucking dreamy, starry background, and you can see the synapses of a brain and shit. Mhm. That is so fucked up and cool looking.
1: I know. There's a lot of that kind of shit in Cryptozoic man. Like the just really just fucking psychedelic weird. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which fuck I should have plugged in my black light.
1: Oh yeah, you said you were going to run the black light over. Not that I fucking jizzed all over those pages, but
0: Yeah, but this one Because page... there's
1: actually the uh, a panel that's a Looks like a black light painting. hmm
0: Yeah, I wanted to go over that on on mic so I could fucking, you could all hear my jizz reaction to the black light. <laughs> but I don't have it out at the moment, so. Oh damn. Yeah, it's this fucking thing that makes your eyes sort of vibrate.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's almost yeah, it's like almost like a, almost like a 3D. Yeah like a 3D movie where it's like red and green and
0: mm-hmm.
1: blue and like the the colors are a little bit off and it looks a little fuzzier
0: exactly like a blacklight poster exactly yeah and it's this the old wizard in the uh, in some glass coffin thing and i guess this uh character that uh kurt created the um the architect or whatever or wait what the fuck the
1: dreaming the spiral architect
0: yeah you see him in a pool of black gunk and I don't understand why um but yeah I don't remember that part now no it's this is the part where I'm like huh where yeah it gets pretty trippy right there yeah and I mean it's partially the art and it's partially like I said the story is so fucking dense dude
1: yeah I like I really enjoyed the writing in this too the Mm -hmm. I liked a lot of the the humorous Or not humorous, I guess, but, you know, like the little asides, like the little editor boxes or whatever were pretty cool touches. And it was just, it was just, yeah, I really liked it a lot.
0: (laughs) And the writer is Casey Van Heel. We've spent the whole time fucking blowing Walt. Let's talk about this dude a little bit. Casey Van Heel is the writer and the letterer. He did a good job, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, all of this is, is... Essentially, so that Kurt Gideon comes back to our world and Ri knows that he has to continue yeah. will Gardner's work
0: yeah he's grabbed by that architect fuck uh that he created or whatever uh-huh he's grabbed by him and pulled into that coffin of black inky shit hmm. and it switches back to our world and you see somebody snap open a um like smelling salts and put it under his nose and they don't show you who it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and he fucking sits up and screams and he's like, what the hell is going on? Cause just like us, he's fucking tripped out and not sure what the hell just happened. (laughs) Yeah. And he's uh, looking around for will and on the ground, he finds an issue a beat to fuck issue of, um, Knights of the Fifth Dimension. hmm And it's a cover with a tombstone that says Will Gardner. Yeah. And it's got uh, the four characters from that huge splash page, um, the wizard, that architect dude, and some, like, King Arthur-looking motherfucker. Well, I mean, oh, okay, it's yeah. those and then phantoms behind them. And it says the death of the spiral architect. And it ends with uh, Kurt holding that, and he says, holy shit, and big circle that says, end of chapter one, which is like, what the fuck's going to happen now?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Is our reaction.
1: Right. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do issue two. I'm ready.
0: Uh, That's not possible at the moment.
1: No, I know it's not.
0: (laughs) And then the ad, we'll get to the dedication in a second.
1: Yeah, that was a surprise. I wasn't thinking about that. And it made a lot of it made me realize something that was right in front of my face the whole time I was reading the book.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get to it. I'll tell you. Yeah. It. Um, but the ad at the end for blue juice is again a four-color dot art piece that's like, "Oh my god, that looks so party." And it says Better Buy Blue Juice. It's got accelerators, uh ether and empire and and Bonnie on it. Which I did read that first issue of Ether and Empire. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, and th- that wasn't bad, but again, it was a little fucking too deep for me. And I read that issue of Accelerators before, too, and I thought that was good. I wanted to read more of that one.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that copy came with a... That they came like that. I didn't just send you that Oh, again. yeah, I figured that. Oh, okay, because I knew I'd let you read that once before. Yeah. I just didn't bother taking it out of the bag.
0: Yeah, I figured that when I saw the fucking stickers and shit too, and the card for and Empire, I was like, "Oh, they must have gave to make it worth." Because they did put a hefty price tag on this.
1: It was ten bucks. It wasn't that bad.
0: Well, I mean, for a single issue, that's. I have to. It's a kind
1: exclusive, though. True. And signed.
0: True, but. Having that Accelerator's number one and those stickers and shit, that makes it a little bit more worth it, in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. But um, the dedication, it's got that picture from Mark's Twitter.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And it said that, says, this book is dedicated to Marco. We lost you too soon, brother. You were a trusted knight, and we miss you every day. Which, you didn't realize that when you first read it, or as you were reading through it?
1: Yeah, I didn't realize it, but that kurt gideon character is like that's him like the the drawing of the, like his face and everything it's based on him obviously
0: yeah i mean once you get to the final page i was like oh yeah. shit
1: yeah when i saw the dedication i was like oh fuck that's why that guy looks so familiar yeah <laughs> he fucking based it on him no way
0: which before i read this i listened to that uh episode of i sell comics okay because i listened to it when it came out because it's like oh Walt. I want to hear him talk about this fucking book. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he talked about it there. And you remember that page where, uh, or that panel where just before he sets him down into that coffin thing where the old dude is holding him. Yeah. And the old dude's looking down into Kurt's uh, face. Walt had some pictures of Mark that he based these drawings off of. And on that episode of I sell comics, he told the story behind that panel of him it was late at night and he was holding Mark and I forget who he said walked in, but Mark's laying on a table <laughs> and Walt's standing over him, holding his hand, looking at him and he goes, we were like really close to each other because that's how he wanted it to look. And somebody's taking the picture and somebody walked in. They're like, what the fuck's going on here? Cause we <laughs> were so close together. And Walt's like, it sort of looked like we were going to kiss. <laughs> oh, that's
1: fucked up. So he, th- they were working on this while he was still alive.
0: Oh yeah, oh. Apparently, okay. this was supposed to come out a few years ago, and it sort of got backburnered because, I mean, you know how it is when somebody dies; it's tough to. I'm sure. Yeah, it's tough to like be surrounded by them, and they took a fucking assload of reference pictures, and apparently Walt backburnered it because it was tough to look at the pictures of Mark. Oh, I'm sure. So yeah. That's why I think he said he's only just now finished issue three.
1: Oh, that's fucked up. I didn't realize. I thought they, I thought this was in a way like. A tribute? Yeah. Or like inspired, like the story of the wizard and passing on the thing. I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but after I saw the dedication, I was like, oh, this, I can see how this would be inspired by that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they, they'd they been working on it for a couple years, it sounds like.
1: I didn't realize they it was already in the works.
0: Yes, sir, it was.
1: Hmm. What do you know?
0: And, again, I'm really interested in issue two because as much of that as, you know, I couldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it does look, even if it's just for the art, you know, I want to yeah. see more. Because right. they've got to dip back into the old style, and I think Walt rocked that shit.
1: Yeah. Well, I, that's, I think, going to be the gimmick of this book, really, is the switch back and forth. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's going to continue for sure. Hope so! Yeah, me too.
0: Um. So, that's the two connected books. Um. So, the third book that we're going to talk about is... um. Something I te- or talked about in episode 37 in my pimp spot, the Dan Shamble uh, Kolchak uh, crossover, which thanks to at Corny Jenkins for hooking this up for me. I have in my hand, and you've read too. And holy shit, this is fucking to steal a line it's from Kev. Thick as a brick. Well, to steal a line from Kev, this is fucking thick as a cock here. You know?
1: Well, okay. I mean, I guess you could be vulgar about it.
0: Well, why not? Because I think it's like a 40-pager or some shit.
1: Yeah, it's thick. Mm Mm-hmm. It's thick. I thought I was going to burn through it in like one sitting. Yeah. I was like, uh, no, probably not going to make it.
0: Yeah. I, uh... It took me almost an hour to read it.
1: Yeah, and it's not... It's not, uh... It's not lacking in... words (laughs)
0: no that's why it took so long
1: yeah it's it's like 42 pages or whatever but it's you know a lot of words (laughs) yeah i mean
0: a fucking ass load of shit happens because funny enough there's a lot of dimensional fucking shifting in this book too right um it starts off in what is allegedly our universe or a universe like ours
1: right which would be the kolchak universe right yes yeah, so it's mostly our reality
0: Yeah, and uh, when I first read that I was like Oh, I, th- okay, I guess it's going to all take place in our universe
1: Yeah, that's what I thought too
0: um, Because I knew going in like the story was A doorway opened between universes And that's what brought Shamble into our verse Or Kolchak into his verse mm-hmm. So I knew that going in, but I wasn't expecting for some reason, I wasn't expecting it to open up in, you know, the Kolchak universe. I guess I was hoping it would be more Shamble-centric, you know? Yeah. Which, real quick...
1: But really it was really, it was kind of, like, evenly distributed.
0: Yeah, in the long run, it was, which I'm happy about. But real yeah. quick, I want to ask you, this is your first exposure to Shamble, isn't it?
1: Pretty much, yeah
0: and before we dive too deep how did it hit you because we know my fucking obsession with him
1: um i liked it i thought i thought it was pretty good um the art is a little hinky yeah but um but the overall story was interesting i like the the concept of it for sure
0: i mean you, you know, talk the about the
1: concept of the of of the the shamble verse
0: yeah well i mean it's typical you know, fucking nerdy type thing yeah. The shamble yeah. verse of just Gloriousness Yeah, yeah. Um, Talking about the art If you look at The uh, main cover Versus uh-huh. the B cover Which uh, The inside of the main cover has the B cover In it so you still get a look at it mm-hmm. I vastly Prefer the B cover by Woodrow Hinton III I guess is his name
1: Ooh, the third
0: Ooh, I know, dear boy The A covers by Dennis Calero Which I don't think that's a very good representation of Shamble or likeness or whatever But the art is by Sergio Ibanez Ibanez? I-B-A-N-E-Z Yeah, I-B-A-N-E-Z But anyway
1: Like the guitar
0: Sure Is there a guitar? Yeah Okay
1: was also Denise Richards' last name in Starship Troopers.
0: Well, fuck a duck.
1: Yeah. True useless information for today.
0: Well, I mean, isn't that all we deliver?
1: Yeah, but this was really useless.
0: Agreed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I like the B cover better than the A cover, for sure, because the B cover looks more like the version of the covers for the novels that I liked. But anywho... Um. Yeah, the art is a little bit too loose for my liking.
1: Yeah, it's it's not it's not great.
0: No, yeah. and I mean the color for it too.
1: Yeah, it's mostly the color. I think the color is not a good. It's very dull. Very dull very... and
0: kind of soft feeling. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it opens up with Kolchak. Uh, I think it's Halloween, isn't it? Yeah. Halloween and he's left at the uh, newsroom answering the phones and every year on Halloween he gets this fucking weird dude who comes in and
1: oh yeah the dude that's dressed like thinks he's a vampire it's a fat dude yeah
0: and every year he comes in with some kind of bullshit like I'm a bad guy for this reason or I'm a monster for this reason and Kolchak yeah okay whatever buddy right um and, and it's he... just
1: like he has a fucking fetish that he's but he has to be some monster or something. Yeah, it's, but it's like just he's a normal a, dude.
0: He's like a fucking monster hypochondriac, basically.
1: Basically, yeah.
0: And he gives uh, Kolchak a tip about a hairy guy running around somewhere downtown. And Kolchak's like, huh, that could be interesting. And he fucks off to get away from the dude. And then it shifts over to the Shambleverse, where. Uh, right. They give you a good look at the Unnatural Quarter, and basically it's New Orleans with monsters. Mm-hmm. Which is what we sort of figured it was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this, I really love this because you get a good look at, you know, Dan and uh, Spooky and Robin. Oh, his
1: ghost, his ghost girlfriend.
0: Yeah. Which there is an Easter egg in here, I think it's at the end of uh, the original color cover for the second book on natural acts mm-hmm. the it's in there as like a photo on Dan's wall
1: oh really <laughs> yeah
0: that's cool i missed that well yeah i figured <laughs> they cut to the natural quarter and there's this werewolf mother who's coming in and her son's disappeared right
1: right yeah he he's like, falling in with a, a tough crowd, and yeah, uh, like a bad, bad influence crowd, and like, he's being a real delinquent, and mm-hmm. now and he, she can't find him. And yeah, he and he was home. like a
0: real fucking dorky, nerdy kid, and all of a sudden he was hanging around with these assholes, and...
1: Mm, there were genies, right? Isn't yeah. That what isn't that what Shamble finds out, is he fell in with these three genies.
0: Yeah, so... This genie gang. <laughs> so Shamble fucking gets out on the prowl, and when you first see him with the hat on, he looks just almost exactly like he does on the cover of Hair Raising, that's the novel that I yeah. gave yeah, you. Yeah, I did, yeah. And it's, when I see Shamble, I see him like that, not with the overcoat on, too. And as he's going, he runs into his buddy that you fucking giggled at his name. Yeah, I'm a goo. <laughs> Um, and he looks a bit like Jimmy Olsen.
1: Yeah, I don't like the way he looks. I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) When? He looks like a, he looks like a fucking drunk Howdy Doody.
0: Yeah, kind of does. I was going to say he looks like a kid, a little kid playing dress up, but yours is Yeah, that too. Um, Or he looks like,
1: he looks like the policeman on the the old, old maid cards. The what? (laughs) Never mind.
0: (laughs) Wow, you out-referenced me. Good on you. I know. Um, He runs into Magoo and he tells him where the hoodlum genies can be found. The Baba brothers. Bill, Joe, and Frank Baba. Okay. And so Shamble finds them down a dark alley and they look like demons more than genies. Which was it X Files that showed us genies that looked like demons instead of fucking. Robin Williams and Aladdin?
1: Um, I don't or was know. That it might Buffy? have been Buffy the Vampire Slayer, okay. too.
0: It was one of them fucking brilliant 90s shows. And, uh, come to find out... they're, like, out... shooting
1: dice, right? Aren't they shooting craps or some shit?
0: Yeah, they're... In an alley? <laughs> yeah, tw- 20-siders.
1: Oh, that's right, yeah. 20-sided dice.
0: <laughs> uh, come to find out, some magician dude in the quarter gave them some... Uh, like
1: a magic toolbox. Yeah, a toolbox well, full of, like, uh, enchanted tools or some shit.
0: Exactly, that transported to a uh, other dimension and gave them something to get rid of or something like that?
1: Um. Well, yeah, they were supposed to get rid of all those tools.
0: Yeah, and uh, they ended up giving those to the... Uh, the,
1: the werewolf kid, because he he could figure out how to do the incantations yeah, to... Yeah, he
0: could re- read them where they couldn't.
1: Right to open the portal so that they could throw these tools through. Yes, but because then they kind of then they tricked this kid into going through the portal, and then it closed, and he couldn't get back through.
0: Yeah, because the tools were cursed and dangerous, so the uh, warlock dude who owns the shop was just trying to get rid of them. Right, and he knew. Told him, you know, open a portal to the mundane world. That's us. Right. And get rid of him. Uh, you have to talk to Vlad the Fence. So, cut back to our world. Uh, Kolchak goes into this fucking deli and finds this werewolf dude who's kind of missing his mama and shit.
1: Yeah, which was weird.
0: It was, but...
1: I mean, I guess it fits that this is my first exposure to it, so that was kind of... I wasn't really expecting that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I tried to set it up when we talked about it. Like, it is literally our world just with monsters. So you've got monsters that, like, yeah, he's a big, scary-looking werewolf, but at the same time, he's a little puss.
1: He's a little kid, yeah.
0: Yeah, which makes it all the more interesting to me, which I think that's part of the reason why I just love it so much. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's our world just a little off-kilter, you know? Which makes it fun. Um... So yeah, Yeah uh, Kolchak talks to a um, cop who gives him some information about where the werewolf ran because apparently the werewolf stole some pastrami and fucked off away because right, he was scared he's scared hungry. hungry. <laughs> yeah, and cut back to Shamble, he finds Vlad, mm-hmm. which it was funny reading this and then reading Unnatural Acts. Because there's a shady fucking pawn shop in that, too, that's run by a little, um, like, it's not a gnome, but it's some fantastical creature that's like, ah, I'm never fucking selling my shit. You just, basically, it's a pawn shop where you go to sell. You ain't buying shit off this dude. So it was fun to see two different uh, pawn shops in the quarter for me. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, this dude's gotten going out of business sign up. I forget the reason why, but he's trying
1: to Right, he just wants to get out of the business.
0: Yeah, I guess cuz there's too many dangerous artifacts he comes across.
1: Right. So that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get rid of these dangerous tools cuz they're like they're like fucking nuclear bombs in their in their world, but yeah. then but then if they throw them through this portal to our world, then they just turn into regular tools. They don't yeah. they're not magical anymore.
0: Yeah, it takes all the fucking special sauce out of them. Um so he's Showing Shamble all of that, and he gives, uh... Oh, okay. Shamble's trying to figure out, you know, how to get this kid back. Again, private detective trying to solve his case. And the dude writes out something from the Necronomicon, phonetically, to read the ruins, Or, sorry, Uh runes, so Shamble can go get this kid. And, um... I thought that was cool, too, because the Necronomicon... Is what started this universe Okay um, Somebody read from the Necronomicon And that's what caused the big uneasy As we talked about before That's what caused all the Monsters and shit to come back Or come to life and all that
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah so He writes out the spell for Shamble Cut back to our verse. Kolchik's tracked down This um uh, werewolf, werewolf kid, kid. And he's trying his damnedest to reopen the portal.
1: Right, but for some reason he can't get the incantation right this time, even though he's done it several times already.
0: Yeah, uh, let's see. And I think it 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 might be because the tools are one time use, aren't they?
1: Well, once they come once they come through to our world, then they don't do anything anymore.
0: Yeah, that's right. Duh. they are one time use, but at the same time, yeah, uh, the magic is neutralized when they come here. Right. And here's a cool little fucking aside. Apparently Kolchak knows how to read the Necronomicon.
1: Yeah, because he he, read, he reads it and thinks he opened the portal, but really it was shamble coming through.
0: Yeah, he goes back to the little pricks um, shooting their 20-siders and gets the toolbox. and.
1: Yeah, he grills them good and gets the toolbox and figures out, finds out exactly what they did and they basically hazed this kid and fucked him over and caused him to get trapped on the other side
0: yeah um so he opens the portal and he comes through like a hero and shit mm-hmm. which kolchak all of a sudden is like holy shit you're a real zombie
1: yeah because this whole deal is he spent his whole career trying to prove that monsters really do exist and mm-hmm. trying to prove the supernatural and here he's got a living example yeah unliving living example i guess
0: and he's trying to ask Shamble about the Big Uneasy because the kid mentioned it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And Shamble's like, look, dude, we ain't got time for this. I gotta get the kid back home. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and there was a misprint on the tools anyway. That's another reason why the kid couldn't get it. Oh, bookmark, I guess. okay, yeah. Uh, Kolchak's telling him, like, dude, you should come with me. I can make you a star. They all get sucked back into the na- unnatural quarter then. Oh, and- right, because oh.
1: he, he lets Kolchak come with him to see to see all the monsters and shit.
0: Hang on, I don't think that he let him come through, he just happened to come through because the portal reopened. Oh, that's right,
1: he gave him the option to go back at the end. He could have yeah. stayed there if he wanted
0: to, but... One of the big things that Vlad was trying to get rid of is this skull. Because it was basically a fucking nuke. Right. And uh, let's see. Yeah, they come back through the portal, and Vlad's there, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" So they come through, and as the portals close, and they throw the skull back through, and yeah. then Kolchak's stuck in the unnatural quarter. It's basically this feels to me like two episodes of a TV show.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like it's a, like it, yeah. a really good crossover. Yeah, it was a. It's like a classic TV crossover.
0: Yeah. Um so Shamble gets the kid home and then he's trying to figure out how he's going to get uh Kolchak home. And here's the page here where you can see the uh Shakespeare in the Park cover from uh Unnatural Acts.
1: Oh okay, yeah, yeah. Uh
0: cuz Vlad's in the office and
1: doesn't Vlad open the or they okay. they find they find that the the genie's kept one of the tools.
0: Exactly, yeah. Or no, the
1: toolbox they... itself was a was wasn't the toolbox itself the last tool? weren't they able to use that?
0: Well, yeah, but um, one of the genies kept one of the artifacts they were supposed to get rid of. Okay. And he says it's practically radioactive with sorcery, and this idiot triggered it. So now they've got to get rid of it again. And Shamble's like, "Dude, fucking the toolbox is empty. We have no way to get rid of this fucking thing." And uh, that's when Kolchak realizes there's runes on the bottom of it too so
1: so yeah so that's something they can use to open the portal so they open a portal with just the the actual empty toolbox
0: yeah and they think oh shit kolchek's stuck here that's when they figure out oh you can go home and vlad too is like fuck I'm, yeah. this i don't want to be here
1: yeah i'm done with I'm... this unnatural sh- uh, this uh, supernatural shit let me go to your world and
0: you had it right unnatural yeah uh, he's tired of the unnatural shit, so he's like, Fuck it, I'm going to your place and Colchuk's like, Awesome, you're my proof that this crazy shit exists And he basically convinces or so he thinks Vlad to um to prove his story that he's been trying to chase for all these years.
1: Right, that he is Dracula.
0: Yeah. But he's Kolchik's trying to gonna use Vlad as proof of, you know, the supernatural and whatnot. And they go into his editor's office, and he's explaining to him, like, dude, this fucking dude is a 100% real vampire. And Vlad, tired of all of that, and he basically's like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, he totally screwed him at the end. He's like, yeah, Yeah. I I don't know what he's talking about.
0: He's like, Vlad, my name's Chad. It's the accent. He can't understand it. And the editor's like, why am I not surprised, asshole? They walk out and Vlad's like, dude, I'm normal again. That's what I want to be. Oh, and Vlad's like, he'll get into a job as a fucking insurance salesman because that's where the real money is. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> then they run into the fat, bald dude that's trying to be a, uh, trying to say he's a vampire.
1: Oh, yeah, the fake vampire, yeah.
0: The dude's like, look, Kolchak, look on the bright side. I, at least I'm a real vampire. Um, then cut back to the unnatural quarter and basically they get a wrap up in their universe too where it's like wow that was fucking crazy wasn't it and it's like sucks about Kolchek's thing but oh well and uh Shambles basically is like yeah I doubt people would have believed it anyway because it's hard for me to believe sometimes myself and that's basically the end
1: so it's a pretty simple story
0: yeah it is but it takes a. It's a long. It's a long road in a way, you know, because it is simple, but.
1: Well, yeah, but he's yeah, because he's still got to figure it out. The, yeah. The, the story itself is simple, but he, the, the book is is him figuring out, all of the, all of the ans- all the pieces.
0: Yeah, all the machinations of it. Right. So yeah, that's. I. Where am I trying to go with this?
1: I don't know. What was, um, what's your opinion of it? Like, how does this stack up to the books?
0: Uh, Well, I've read that Roadkill story.
1: Yeah, the little short story. It feels story. a lot
0: like that. Yeah, it feels okay. a lot like that. Like, uh, oh, it's over? Okay, well, I guess that's it.
1: Yeah, like, that was a tasty morsel, but...
0: Yeah, because as we've talked about, the books, he's juggling like four or five different cases per book.
1: Oh, wow, okay.
0: So when you read this or the short stories and it's like one case, yeah, you almost feel like you're getting cheated a bit. But, I mean, as a whole, that to me, it's exactly like Roadkill. It's like, well, I mean, it was good. I want more, but that was good. Which, I mean, you, sh- you should read that short story. Okay. It would have felt... You know, like, pull on the taffy if it would have been longer, or even if it would have been two issues, but at the same time, it just feels like there should be more there.
1: Right, I get what you're saying.
0: Which, I mean, I've said this on Twitter a few times, I think this would be a perfect fucking TV show, or a comic. Yeah. I mean, the book specifically, because, again, he's juggling, like, five cases per book. Mm Mm-hmm. So you stretch that over like 10 issues or something. That would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. But Yeah. I dug it.
1: Yeah. I dug it too. As your first taste of shamble. The the art kind of threw, put me off of it a little bit, but yeah, the story was good. And I, and I got, I got a good sense of, you know, the cleverness of, of the different, uh, the way the monsters are included and yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, because there is a lot of humor in those books.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could tell.
0: Yeah, that's why I've said in the past, like at some point we've got to do a book club of either the third book or any of the books, really, because I think it, I think it feels ripe for it, you know. Yeah. I guess what I'm really interested in is like, after I pimped it in 37, you were like, "Yeah, it sounds pretty interesting." You've read this now. Do you have interest? In more? Yeah, for sure. Good. Good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know what I'm getting at here.
1: I don't know. I think you're drunk.
0: I am not. (laughs) I had a sip, fucker. I didn't drink a whole skull. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I'm shortchanging it somehow. Well... But fuck it.
1: We kind of did like uh, we might have tried to fit too much into this one.
0: Ah, eh, well, shit happens.
1: Yeah, we can we can revisit.
0: We always need fucking topics, don't we?
1: True. I'm surprised they've only they've only done one of the shamble ones. Yeah, that's unusual to to only get one of something.
0: Yeah, I don't really understand why. Because again, it feels ripe for a serialized. Story-telling. That's why I said, fuck a movie. I think it would be a good TV show, and if not a TV show, a comic. Yep. And, I mean, I'm the dude that I've said many times, I would rather read a novel than a comic. Don't get me wrong, I love comics, but these fucking, like, old Marvel novels and shit, to me, those are more fun because I can tell the story in my head, but I don't know. Shamble feels like it should be a long-form storytelling Peace, but anyway i'll quit rambling now (laughs) i guess it's time to do our thank yous again already i don't know this sort of felt good doing two episodes at once
1: yeah yeah it was different
0: as per usual thanks to at the j sarge for the music that you hear on every single fucking release we put out Thanks to at Sherry says for our logos for this and commentaries. Thanks to at JP Montgomery for um, taking them pictures of Logan and our merch. And thanks to at Looking for Eight for um, doing the Knights of Nerd Blitzdom logo. Yeah. Which I forgot to say that. I've been trying to work that in more often.
1: Oh, the Knights of Nerd Blitzdom?
0: Yeah. Cause I it's... don't know. I
1: think it's kind of funny to have a shirt for something we don't even say, really.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean a little bit but I like it <laughs> you've broken my nuts about how lame it is but I don't know I always thought that was funny and cool <laughs> and who the fuck you gonna give shit to dude you're the fucking D&D little dork with J Sarge yeah it's true so you're gonna fucking break my nuts for being lame fuck you.
1: <laughs> are you sure you only had a sip <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, I think so. It would have been funny if I was like, "After this mascot And let me tell you something else I hate about you, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, check out all of at looking for eight. Uh, all of her art—it's ta. Find out uh all of her shit that she's drawn, and she does some pretty fucking awesome pictures. Yeah, she does. Like I said, she helped me out with two YouTube videos. And you can see the art for those YouTube videos at uh, tanderson.dunked.com. Time for our shit now. Uh, Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. We're part of the High Alt... Nope. We're part of the High Altitude Podcast Network at highaltpod.net. You can find everything we fucking do at nerdblitz.com. Get some merch, go to redbubble.com slash people slash nerdblitz pod slash shop search nerdblitz on YouTube, find the one that's us um, go to tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com find the camping trip and the nerdblitz pilots Talk. I'm at the Scooby Doom you are at Fitzman73 and together we're at Nerd Blitz pod I feel like all I've done this episode and talk and you didn't get a word in edgewise
1: oh I've gotten plenty of words in I I talked most of the Star Wars ones, so.
0: I don't know. I'm looking at the wave lines for both of them, and it's like, shut up, fat boy. Let let the old guy talk. Yeah, let me respect your elders. Respect your elders and shut up when I'm talking, you long haired galoot. Cut your hair, fatty.
1: You said it, not me.
0: <laughs> I was gonna quote Lebowski, <laughs> but I know it would have been lost on you. So yeah, it we would have let it go.
1: Definitely would have.
0: Yeah. The problem's lost, Lebowski! Uh... <laughs> I guess that's everything. Bye. Oh, shit, I thought we were gonna talk for a second, but fine.
1: Oh. Yeah, no, No, that's fine, it. bye, that's no!
0: No, bye! You said bye! Yeah. What was the voice I did at the beginning? See, now I'm... <laughs> it
1: was Arnold. I think it was Arnold, wasn't it? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I bounced between Arnold and Stallone, and <laughs> oh, the ending's gonna be a train wreck like the beginning was. Because <laughs> I thought we'd talk for a second. And then you go bye. I
1: thought that's why you were waiting for me. I thought you were waiting for my sign off.
0: Oh God, who did I? We'll try Stallone. I don't remember. Um, say it again. I guess bye. There's a hook grabbing my neck, pulling me off stage. No, uh, so, uh, come back next time. Uh, sanity depends. Nope, that is bad, dude.
1: Yeah, I don't think you did that at the beginning.
0: I don't know what I did. Fucking come back next time. Our sanity's gone, but apparently it depends on it.
1: No drinking next time.
0: I had a sip, dude. I swear <laughs> to God, it was just a sip. <laughs> fuck I'm having a beer next time that's it
1: sometimes that's all it takes
0: I'm having a beer a normal 12 ounce beer that's it no fucking tall boys no fucking vodka that's actually fucking moonshine nothing else beer (laughs) Christ almighty what the fuck happened
1: I'm gonna go suck on a meteorite
0: (laughs) Uh, is that what the kids call them these days I guess <laughs> hey baby suck on my meteorite suck on, suck on my media, right <laughs> <Jesus>. goodbye <laughs> come back next time our sanity depends on it <laughs> this has been a feature of JJ2E media and TSDJA Productions.